are you showing up as the woman that you want to be in the life that you want to create? That's what I ask everybody. And then we can just like, I actually have a little whiteboard behind me in every avenue and area in my life. Am I showing up as the woman who moves as much as in, she wants to move in her life and in every pace? And it's like, it, when you ask yourself that question, are you showing up as the woman that you want to be in the life that you want to create? And when you feel your body say no, then be aware in what area of my life am I not? And then move towards. And that's what I do with the women that I work with. Welcome to episode six of the Discovering Alternative Healing Podcast. My name is Sheil and I'll be your host. I'd like to say a big thank you to all the listeners out there finding this podcast and inviting it into your life with gratitude for your time. To provide you with a more consistent listening experience, I will attempt to release one podcast every two weeks on a Monday. May this podcast continue to be of most benefit to you. In this episode, wellness coach Cheryl Harchuk asks, are you showing up as the woman you want to be in the life you want to create? Cheryl inspires us to take that step into personal growth and live in our truth. To always get notified of a new podcast, depending on the platform you're using, please click subscribe or follow on the top of your screen. To be part of our Instagram community, we're at Discovering Alternative Healing. Hope to see you there. Additionally, I'd love to hear from you. Please feel free to drop me a message on the Anchor platform. May you continue to be nourished by the power of consciousness. Hi, Cheryl. Welcome to the program. I am so excited to be here. So excited to have you. Can you please tell us a little bit about yourself? Ooh, where do I begin? Where do I begin? So I am, I'm a woman. Yes. I am a mom. I am a wife. I am a coach. I'm a wellness leader. I am a sister, a daughter, and so many things. And I have this desire and this passion to live and to share that drive and passion for a living with so many women. And so I am almost 50. I just turned 48. Wow. And I live in the mountains in Kamloops, BC. And I love it. I've lived on the island in Victoria for 20 years and just moved to the island. I have three boys, 13, 11, and seven. And so I have this beautiful, amazing, full I'm not going to say busy anymore and chaotic, but that's where it was. And so here I am as this woman, wife, coach, everything, and all of these identities of who I am on this path of my own self-growth as I guide other women to do the same. When I speak with you, I could feel your passion. I could feel how... Uh, committed you are to mm. your goal. Yeah. You know what? It's interesting to me. I, I've always wanted to make a difference and to help people way since I was just a little wee girl. And I don't know what that's all about. That's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> and, um, you know, from, from coming back to working with people with disabilities in university, in high school, with some of the jobs that I've had too. I was a child protection worker for a decade. So working with families with, with mental health and addictions and working with children to becoming a personal trainer when I had children and wanted to do something that was important to me, health, wellness. And it's just transformed and pivoted into this beautiful opportunity to um, not only work from home and be more present with my children and be really here for them, but it's also allowed me to follow my passion. And when, when I, when you hear about people wanting to do things as a career or as a, as a, a path, because this isn't just a, a, a job, 
it, it really truly is a passion. It's kind of cool because I'm so, it's like I, I live it and breathe it and embody it. And then I get to guide and show how and what's possible when things feel kind of impossible. So how did this start? What was your journey into becoming a wellness leader? And you have rebranded from Life Coach. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's interesting to me. I'm like I said, I've always wanted to make a difference. And so when I when I started having children, when my husband and I decided to to build a family, I knew that that wasn't what I wanted to do was to do child protection. I mean, seeing just, yeah, it was, I mean, that's pretty clear without kind of going down that road and really wanting to, to do something that was opening, shining, passionate, something that I really wanted to do, not just to earn a living. And so I started with fitness, to be honest. And if I, you know, if I really want to take off a layer of that, there was such a, there's such a huge struggle for me in my whole entire life with food and body and emotional eating and stress eating and the desire that I didn't love my body. Not at all. The amount of times that I've wanted to um, just, you know, check out and just really like dislike my body. And so I knew that fitness was a really big I thought, honestly, as I started this journey, that fitness would fix it. I thought if I was a fitness instructor and a personal trainer, it would fix everything. And as I built a fitness business and it was beautiful and amazing, in fact, it made matters worse because there I was, I was actually the leader and needed to look a certain way felt that I needed to look a certain way. And so what I've realized is that it actually had nothing to do with fitness, nothing to do with the food, but it had everything to do with enoughness, enoughness, go figure. And so that was a really big turning point for me. And, um, my dad died actually at 61 with both legs and his hip amputated with diabetes complications and disease. And those, those are lifestyle pieces. And yes, there's some genetics, which I have, and it was really opening for me. Like, how do I want to live my life? Am I showing up as the woman that I want to be in the life that I want to create from a movement perspective, from a nourishment perspective? And I wasn't. And I knew not only I wasn't, but there were so many women and moms around me that also weren't. And so it was so easy to shift into that personal trainer Um to turn into that woman who guided the outdoor fitness classes that were about the squats and the hills, because I loved hill repeats, but it was also about seeing the women that came, seeing their hearts, seeing their souls, and really noticing when they were, when they were there, and also noticing them when they weren't. And so that really started it. And, and what I realized as I began my fitness business, I can get teary thinking about this, I cared more about what the 23 hours they did while they weren't with me than the one hour that they were. And that's when I knew that I wanted to shift from that personal trainer to coaching, to guiding, to right health coach, life coach. Like what, what was that? I knew that there was more. And so I was certified and I took coaching uh, certifications and the breathwork uh, certification as well, and really honed in on trauma knowledge and trauma, um, because that was a really big piece for me to be able to work with women. So that's kind of the journey where I've come. And here I am not only growing myself, but getting to guide other women to their passions and their truth and their honesty. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. Mm. What made you rebrand? I think I'm, you know, I have one friend, she calls me Wendy and it's interesting because I would change like the wind. And what I've noticed about myself is that I actually have a truth. I have a desire. I have a knowing I know what I want and I pivot and sometimes, and I know I'm not alone in this is that I do what I think that I should. You're not alone. I know I do <laughs> what I think that I should. I do what I think that is safe. I do what I think 
yeah, what I should be doing as a mom, as a wife, as a woman in 2020. And so what I knew to be true is that this wasn't the way I wanted to, that it was more than this. It was more than just fitness. It was more than even just coaching. When I started Breathwork, which has been a very powerful foundational tool and a strategy for me and what I teach and guide women in addition to the practices of personal growth that I've created is it's, it's holistic. It's big picture. It's so much more than just breath and just being. It's actually about the knowing who you are, who, who am I and not who am I as a mom, wife and, and putting a label, but no, who am I? Which who are you? And who are all of the women that are out there listening? Which we'll get into. Yeah, I know. I know. Which is so fun. Which is yes, so yes. exciting. Which is yes. so exciting. Can you tell us about your program? Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting to me. I, I love to have one-to-one connection. Like that's, I love a group. I love and feed off the energy of a group. And yet what I know to be true, there's so much value in that so that women can see that they're not alone, that there's so many of us that feel like we should do things and not do things. And yet the one-to-one connection where you actually get to see and hear and hold a woman's pain, dreams, passion all in one and work and guide them to move towards that is beautiful. So that's the real premise of everything that I do. And so right now I have a couple of, of, of programs that I'm, that I'm, that I'm speaking to that I'm offering. And one of those is my memberships. And so what I have and I've included is group breath work, group coaching. And then every single month I get a one-to-one with everybody that's in my in my, in my membership. And so what I love about that is that it really gives them that opportunity to move towards in that safe, possible, doable way. Cause most often women who desire and want something from a personal growth perspective have, has wanted it for a while or a long time. And we jump all in, we aren't as successful as we desire or want to be. We feel badly about ourselves and their self-sabotage. And then we try again. And so what I've realized and noticed is as we use breath work, as we move our body in the way to move energy and to release and to have it be physically healthy and our nervous system is impacted as we nourish our body with food and nourish our body with things that light up our soul. And if we feel like that's the foundation of all of my programs, breathing, moving, nourishing, and feeling, we get to do all of that. And I get to show and teach, not just in the group sessions, but in the one-to-one session. So the memberships are a really big piece for me um, because it allows you and I to connect on a monthly basis, just you just me and just pulling things apart. So if this is exciting, that's kind of what it is. And then in in January, which is really super exciting, I'm doing a 10 month intensive signature VIP uh, program that is going to just be life-changing, which I'm really excited about as well. Yeah, that's not till 2022 in January. Um, But uh, working towards just picking eight sweet souls that are going to want to change everything and live the life they desire. That sounds so powerful. Mm-hmm. Exciting. Mm-hmm. Now you talked about breath work, uh, which is a, which is a tool and foundation. Uh, can you just tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. So breath work for me has been the thing. The thing, the tool, the strategy that has really allowed me to connect to, I'm going to say my inner, my, my inner knowing, my intuition, um, my truth.
for those of you that relate to those words, beautiful. And if you don't, it's your gut. It's just your gut. It's your gut feeling. And if you're a mom, it's like when you know that your children are quiet and you go check because you feel like you should, and they're into something that they shouldn't be. So it, it doesn't matter what you call it, but it really is like just the, what you really want to do without the shoulds. And so what breath work has done for me, and you have a previous episode that was awesome talking about integrative and meditative breath work, but the meditative breath work for me has been that tool. So that's the, that's the breath work where we shut our eyes down on a mat and breathe with intention to music and being guided by. So not only what I've realized as I guide women. And as I've been guided, it turns the mind off. It turns the noise off. It turns off the ego. So all of the shoulds so that when we're done a session that can range from 30 minutes to 45 to 90, whatever that looks like, we can just make decisions and take action from that knowing place, that truth place. And that's really guided me. You've asked me about like, why did I rebrand? Like, what was that? When I was doing more breath, it's like, I don't want to live this way. This isn't the way I want to spend my life at all. And so I just left the corporate world in February because I didn't want to live that way. What was in that corporate high paced hustle, go, go, go. Was it how I wanted to leave and so, or to live. And so I chose to leave and breath work has allowed that fear, the noise, the chatter in our minds to just quiet down so that we can just be true, believe in ourselves enough. One of the things that I think is so relevant and, and when I say this, so many people are like, oh my gosh, that's so true. We have 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day in our mind. Incredible. Right. 98% of them aren't sweet are negative. So how can we use breath work meditatively and throughout your day to just quiet that down? Because imagine if 10,000 of those thoughts were, you're amazing. You're so smart. Your body is strong and moving and it's, and it's not. And so that's where breath work has really been so impactful for not just myself, but for women who are moving towards their husbands in relationships that are tenuous, that are moving to, are choosing to move away from their marriages. Some of them are moving away from their jobs because they don't want to do them. And so we get to work together to move towards possibility and what they desire through breath, movement, nourishment, and feeling. And would you say empowerment? Yeah. And that's, you know, it's so interesting when we talked, when we first initially talked, it's like empowerment is such a beautiful, it's such a beautiful word. And I can't do things for you, but empowerment is giving the tools and the belief, the strategies, the feeling of what is within, within and amplify it. It's like everything that you need to live your life to your fullest is inside of you. And my expertise, my skill, my beauty, my gift is to be so soft and nurturing and gentle to amplify that, to shine that light and allow you to notice what dims you, who dims you so that you can live that, which is so powerful and exciting And we get to do that together. And so knowing that empowerment is that feeling within is we just, we just get to speak to it, feel it. And one of the beautiful tools that I use all the time is sharing. When we share what our heart's desire is with those that we trust, magic happens. I agree. Your Insta story is so amazing. It is filled with incredible tools and supports. And one of your posts talk about uh, the number one way to feel enough. Mm -hmm. Can you please talk to us about that and walk us through on how we can take ourselves into abundance? 
Yeah. So it's interesting to me. So the, the post that you're specifically talking about, you know, spoke to meditative breath, right? It was about how meditative breath just allows us to, to be ourselves, to turn down the noise, to shut down that chatter that is just continuous and has been continuous. And so the feeling of enoughness and abundance, what one of the pieces and one of the areas of growth that I feel so, so pertinent is that is so integral to personal growth. And just, you know, and personal growth can, can sound really academic. And yet when I put it in, in the terms of, are you, are you the woman who's creating the life that she wants to live? Are you showing up as the woman that you want to be in the life that you want to create? And so when I think about the enoughness, so many of us just don't feel like we are deserving of that. And so we have these glimmers, women that are aware enough, that are present enough, that have courage to be honest with themselves, that they desire something different. That's where the abundance is possible because there's like the honesty of feeling I want and desire something. And so then it's like the enoughness. So then it gets to become, so when we aren't skinny enough, pretty enough, smart enough, deserving enough, who am I to? How I, I, I can't earn that. I can't leave my job. Who am I to not step away from this marriage? Who am I to step away from this career? And I think the most beautiful piece about that abundance and abundance isn't money, abundance can be resources, but abundance is love. Abundance is gratitude. Abundance is living. And so the enoughness that I speak to in one of the big tools as I speak to in that specific post was all about meditative. And I've kind of spoken to that today. So it's that really big tool. And if you haven't tried it, um, uh, message me and we can, there's all kinds of contact info. Like I am happy to do some donation um, based if you're keen to try that. But I feel like the biggest part about enoughness is honesty, being really, truly honest with ourselves. And the nine practices of personal growth that I've created and copyrighted and really have seen so much success with is the beginning beginning of, we actually want something different. We know that there's like, we're not feeling enough, or maybe we are, but in what areas? And then there's the opening, the opening of, oh, I do desire something different in this area of my life. The honesty. And the honesty is a beautiful place to be. I love this. I don't love this. One of the questions I ask and ponder so many women that I coach and guide in the sessions and in the membership do you want to be in the same exact place next year? And often the answer is no. Often the answer is with tears and with emotion. And so in that space, I get so excited and open because it's like, wow, okay, so then there, here's the opportunity for the abundance to come, the living to come, to be present. And so then we feel, we feel we can do things. We feel we can't do things. And then there's always fear. Fear of what if we do, fear of what if we set boundaries, fear of what if we turn inwards towards our partner and our husband or our significant other and they don't reciprocate, that it's so hard and there's more feelings. And then we need to step into courage, the courage of like, oh, this feels untethering and I'm going to dip in with possibility, with choice with the enough slowness and pacing, right? That's so important to me from a trauma perspective. And then we notice the cost, the cost of staying where we are, the cost of not moving and living full in that abundant space. And then we surrender. We get to surrender and go, wow, this is actually where I'm going to go. I'm going to go all in on my life because this is my one and only life. And then there's the blossoming. And so in this in this cycle, this circular movement of space of honesty and that enoughness comes this gift of knowing and being and abundance. It's so beautiful. It really is. And when you take yourself from that and empower yourself to make changes, mm -hmm. you then 
navigate into discovering, I think, your true authentic self. And my question is, when we do that, how do we live fearlessly in our truth? Oh, what a great question. How do we? You know, when we live in integrity and in authenticity, in true authenticity, not selfishness, not selflessness, but true, this is what is important to me. This is why, this is how I'm going to communicate with those around me. It's freedom. It's lightness. It's setting the sweet boundaries that we want to and knowing that things might shift and change. It's like boundaries are one of those examples and areas of living in integrity. And the fearlessness is, is when I live in integrity, I don't want to say, and nothing else matters, but how you move through the world and how women move through the world in integrity and authenticity and how we communicate is magical. It's, it's, role model worthy. It's leaving the legacy. It's how do we get to then teach and show others, which is part of my passion being close to 50. It's like, I just want to scream at the top of my lungs. Like we don't need to settle. We get to actually have a space and be right here and live in authenticity and not live on autopilot and numb and not even notice our life. Like that's one of the things that I feel is so integral. When I do breath, every single breath session I guide is notice your breath and notice your life. The way we do breath is the way we do life. So if we never notice our breath and we're just in that high drive hustle, go, 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 go. And things are too busy. The years are going to pass us by. And we're not going to notice anything. And that's not living in integrity or in authenticity. I remember coaching this one woman who I totally adore. And she said, Cheryl, this is all fine and dandy, but when are we going to get into accountability? When are we going to talk accountability? And I paused. I took a breath because that's what I do. And I said, you know what, Tammy? When you live in integrity and authenticity, I don't need to hold you accountable. That's you. It's all you. When you're emotionally responsible, when you are noticing and feeling what you feel, when you're breathing, when you're bringing awareness to your physiology and knowing what stress is doing to your nervous system, and you're moving it to be strong and healthy and increase your bone density as you age, and you nourish your body and have pleasurable treats and everything else, and you feel the range of emotions of joy and difficulty and challenging and despair and anger, that's living in integrity. And so I don't need to hold you accountable because you're just living the life. She's like, oh, whew, wow. And I was like, I know. And so that's the cool thing for me is that that's where I get to show and guide and teach. And we get to move towards that. What did it feel like in this safe space with these friends, with this conversation with your partner to speak your truth and know how that felt? It's just amazing to be, to witness and to see the shifts and the changes and the growth that I continue to have because I don't want to stop growing at all. I'm, I'm more excited every year. It's like, Ooh, what layers do I get to peel back? Because if I stop growing the women and, 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 and all of the world will stop growing. If you stop growing and learning, because I know how much learning is important to you yes. then the same thing is going to happen, right? We're going to be stagnant. Who wants to be stagnant? Nah. And speaking of shift, um, what challenges may we face in the shift of consciousness and what tools could we use to support us? Because it will, for some women, it will be a very big shift. Mm -hmm. When I think about the shift of consciousness, it really truly is, it, it's the fear and the feelings that come along. So, right. So once we're honest about that, con the consciousness of, wow, this is what I want. This is what I desire. This is not true in my life. This is what I want. The shift in consciousness is the fear and the feelings that go together. It's like, wow, this is what I feel. 
in my body. And so some of the tools that I utilize and that I strongly recommend and teach is about feeling into the body, knowing what that feels like in the body versus just the emotion of wanting and desiring, right? So when there's a shift, for example, if there's a boundary that you want to create or set, and using that as an example, we know that we're not getting what we desire. And there's anger, there's resentment, there's probably a lot of saying yes, when we really desire to say no, which one is, is one of my favorite things when I do yes, no work. Because what it really truly does is when we say and learn how to say no, our yeses get to matter. They're so much, they're so amplified because then it's like what truly lights us up. So when I think about the consciousness, consciousness is honesty, true honesty. And with the shift, when we think about, wow, so if in the honesty, I want to set that boundary and I know what that feels like to not receive it, the courage is to set the boundary to say, this actually isn't going to work for me. And so I'm going to say no to this in this parameter. The response and the fear becomes, what if that relationship ends? What if they say no? And this is the, the, this is the query. This is the opening that I always talk about, but you're not getting it anyway. It's not the relationship or the interaction or the desired outcome anyway. So if we go back to authenticity and truth and integrity, you're able to voice what you want and desire and then let the person situation decide how they want to be included, involved in your world based on that boundary that you set. And then they get to decide, and then you can let go of the energy that's attached to that. Right. So, you know, even as, as an example is if I, you know, if the boundary is, I really don't love it when people come, I say this on the podcast, I really love short visits in my home. Right. So if I limit the visits in my home to three days, because then it's like so sweet, so amazing. But anything longer than three days feels like a long time. Saying that is beautiful. And then maybe people will love that or not. But if they want to come and we have this visit, it's beautiful, right? And then there's the, there's the outcome of I've been able to speak my truth. I want you to come. I want to share this time with you. And let's do this together. And then if there is a shift and there is a, no, that doesn't work for me, then they get to set their boundary. And we all get to learn and speak our truth and have that integrity and authenticity. It's so beautiful. It's like, we get to like do this dance and it's, it's lovely. It's lovely. I agree. I agree with that. Um, when you do set boundaries and the other person, uh, you know, listens mm -hmm. and respects your boundary and is also able to speak um, their truth. I love that dance that happened and that that open communication, that feeling of uh, I could trust and tell you how I truly feel. Mm -hmm. It makes our life experience just more authentic, more real when you can be honest with people and say, this is how I'm feeling. I think it's just so beautiful. Yeah. And you know what? Not everybody's going to have that, you know, the awareness to want to come right. back and say this, like there could be anger, there could be distraught, there could yes. be the relationship shifts and changes. And, and I think that this is the piece that really comes back to the shifting in consciousness and the integrity and the authenticity that we were speaking of. But if that's really, truly how you feel and that relationship shift and changes, or that situation doesn't happen anymore. It's also not holding, like that's not putting energy in your body and it's not causing you angst. You're not thinking about it. There is a freedom in that. And so I believe that as you 
move towards what you truly desire, that lightness and that ease and that flow in your emotional body, in that authenticity and in your physical body. I think that's a really big piece for me to, to just accentuate is the physical body and our physiology. We don't talk about that enough. We don't, we aren't aware enough. We are in our heads way more often and not until our body actually has physical pain. Do we sometimes even notice what we're feeling, which is where breath work is, is a big component, but so is the, so is the, the coaching and the guiding and the impact of just being aware of what you truly want. That honesty, going back, honesty, right? Are you showing up as the woman that you want to be in the life that you want to create? I did a mom's retreat and we had a marriage session. And the question was, are you showing up as the wife that you want to be in the marriage that you want to create? Tears, tears all around because we're not. And, and it was so beautiful and opening. And there was this, this connection and we're not because there's the mother load. There was such a responsibility. There's, there's the children, there's, there's the activities, there's the play dates, the birthday parties, there's the girl, like there's all the things sometimes in addition to a full-time job and sometimes our relationships to our significant others, or our husbands and those in that situation get the last of us. And that's not how we want to live. So with that awareness and that honesty comes that shift and that change in consciousness as you are speaking of, how do we get to set the boundaries with others? Ask for help. Ooh, ask for help. Mm-hmm. Say yes, bring no. Like th- this is, the, these are the kinds of, con- now I'm getting all, I'm getting all excited. This is where I pause and I take a breath, <laughs> right? Like this is the piece and this is the work is that so real life for me. It's so real life. This isn't the the work that I do and I invite women into isn't so intangible, but it's real life right here, right now. What's on your heart? What do you feel? What's in the mind? And let's open to the possibility. Yeah, it's, it's challenging, I think, sometimes to make these shifts because Mm -hmm. of all the fear and the what ifs, but us speaking together has hopefully empowered our listeners to say, you know what, I'm going to transform. Mm -hmm. I want to transform. I want to be more authentic because when, when that recognition comes, I think the explosion of delight and just living your truth is just so powerful. Yeah. And you know what I think that the interesting thing is that, so I think that transformation is, is beautiful and that's, we, we want and desire, but I feel sometimes it feels so big. It feels like to transfer, it's like capital T transformation. Right. And I talk about capital T trauma, the trauma with a specific time, a specific date, a specific event versus little T trauma, which is every single time you didn't say yes, when you wanted to say yes, all to yourself or to others, every single time you didn't, you just swallowed, you didn't feel every single time you stress ate, you kept it a secret. It's like all of those pieces that impact your heart, your soul, your, your, who you are in the same way. And this is the piece for me. I'm so glad that you spoke about that transformation because this work that I do, which is why when I created my 10 month program, that's capital T transformation. Cause it's going to go to the depth. It's 10 months long. It's commitment, it's guidance, it's holding, it's breath work, it's coaching, it's everything. There's going to be a in-person component. It's like beautiful. And that can feel daunting and that can feel really opening. And so how do we notice from the, the small T transformations, when you just know in your body, one of the most beautiful things and where I start with so many women is where, what actually is like feeling really sticky. And when you can say to yourself out loud in the mirror, I do all kinds of mirror work where you say out loud in the mirror, I'm not happy with my body. If it's your body, I really want my marriage to feel different. When you can that is actually transformation when you just say it to yourself. Notice what it feels like in your body is like the biggest transformation. Mm-hmm. 
because that's the beginning and that's the opening and that's the honesty and the fears and the feelings is like, I got you. I've got you. Like, that's the part for me that I really, which is why there was no way I was going to create, I'm getting excited again. There's no way I'm going to create anything and offer anything without one-to-one component. That's not accessible to everybody because the little girl in me and that feisty middle-aged woman that's like halfway as my son tells me, I want to change the world. I want to leave a legacy and make a difference. And I mean, you got to, I feel like teary, like this is, this is my passion. And that's where I want to scream it from the rooftops that there's a, there's a way. And I'm here to show and guide how. So lucky to have found you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, too, you so too. much. Thank you so much. Are there any stigmas associated with working with a wellness coach? And if so, can you please address them? Because to work with someone like you were talking about, you know, takes courage. Mm. takes courage to recognize that I want to change and, and it could be scary. And so can you speak to that? Yeah, I think that the biggest thing, you know, it's interesting. I, I feel like 10 years ago, I feel like there'd be more stigma, right? Than there is now, because I feel like in some way, and I say this um, as a middle-aged, middle-class white woman, like I, I'm incredibly privileged to be able to do this as a career, um, to be able to have the time to create my schedule in my way for me to take my children to hockey and parkour and football and do what I love and get up at 6am to do this with you. And so I, I recognize that to the fullest. And I also believe that there is there is an awareness. And I want to say there's an awakening for women. There's an awakening in the, and the women in the sixties who, you know, you know, paved that way for us. We are paving a way for the next generation. And so I feel like there's less of a stigma and there's more of an opening and and an awakening to be able to right. So yes, it takes courage, but I feel like there is, there is so much more opening and awareness and celebration for personal growth. So when I say to my children and my boys about what I do, and when I talk about food and body and emotional eating and all of those pieces and dieting and that whole industry, I would love for my children to say to their grandchildren, well, what did grandma do? What did grandma do? Oh, grandma worked with, with, with women about dieting. What's dieting? What's, what's emotional eating that it's actually not there. And so I feel like that's like that stigma of wanting to grow and to be better and to make a difference. I feel like that's opening into that where that it's just a space and an opportunity. Yes. Yeah. What have you seen? Yeah. What shift have you seen in the last two years with people connecting with someone like yourself? Yeah. It's so interesting. So I am, I I have a love hate relationship with social media and I guess we talked about that. (laughs) I would be happy to come back and and talk about that. What I realize is that this is a beautiful piece. So with COVID in the last two years, it's been beautiful. We actually can build relationships. I actually have friendships that I've created, connected and have the, you know, the, the opportunity to, to, to have. And so I feel like you know, anything that's online is beautiful. I actually work with, with women in the UK in Australia in Hawaii, which is just Ireland and in my hometown. So that is beautiful. It really allows us to be so much more connected than we ever were. It's, it's beautiful. And I love in-person 
in-person connection is just beautiful. One-to-one is just beautiful and a group of women. And I feel like there is a desire for, and I don't want to say all women, but for most women, there's something that is so replenishing to be in person and connected to know that we are not like, that's just, that's just like the village, you know, capital D village mentality of just living life in that connected way. And so I feel like that's a real, right? Like the connection. So, so much of the work has been online and now the world is opening up. So I've already done one retreat. I have, I'm away for 12 days in September doing two retreats and in between two weekend retreats of VIP three days and doing more. Because what I realize is being in the energy of each other and being in the energy of growth and passion is powerful. So I feel like it's really that opportunity to do both and that we can actually create and have that connection based on what we, what we need. And so even in my 10 month program, there's going to be an in-person component that is included into the 10 months because that's what we get to do because it's so powerful. And yet there's so much magic can happen. It's like when I do online breast sessions, they're profound. They're impactful. When I do an in-person, whoa, whoa. It's just to the nth degree. It's like something that is beyond for the participant, for the client. In addition for myself, you get to touch and hold in a way that you can't online. And yet online is so beautiful. So the technology that this world brings to, to coaching and to breath work and to transformation and abundance and consciousness is beautiful. I agree. Wow. What is your personal mantra that you live by? 100% all day long. Are you showing up as the woman that you want to be in the life that you want to create? That's what I ask everybody. And then we can just like, I actually have a little whiteboard behind me in every avenue and area in my life. Am I showing up as the woman who moves as much as she wants to move in her life and in every pace? And it's like, when you ask yourself that question, are you showing up as the woman that you want to be in the life that you want to create? And when you feel your body say no, then be aware in what area of my life am I not? and then move towards. And that's what I do with the women that I work with. And that's what we do in the membership. That's what we do on our one-to-one sessions. What feels sticky and heavy for you? What area are you not moving towards? Let's bring awareness to it, honesty to it, what feels possible. Let's dip in and make and create it. And then once that area is like, oh yeah, that feels replenished and resourced. Beautiful. Next step. And then the nine practices, we get to do that over and over and over again. That's incredible. I love it. I love it. It's really cool. What brings you joy and reward in your practice? Mm, Seeing people. I feel like that has been one of the recurring um, messages, comments, I'm going to say in testimony or anything. So even as I used to guide hundreds of women when I worked for Pause and Hungry for Happiness and doing, it's like my ability to see people, hold people. And when I can do that and really, and remember, my ability to remember and so is like just, like caring so deeply, the joy that that brings to know that another human, another woman feels so held and seen and important. It just is enlightening and opening and it just is regenerating. It's like, it's like the joy of regeneration because it's like, yeah. I could do, I could do this forever. Wow. You've, yeah. you've totally found your path. 
This yeah. is just so beautiful. Just speaking with you, I can just see the incredible amount of joy that this brings you and this work you're doing. It's just so meaningful. And thank you so much for sharing this time with us. Uh, how can you be reached? Ooh, well, I am on Instagram. So I have just shifted, pivoted, um, and really doing what lights me up and my shine and letting go of things that feel heavy and dim me because I am still growing and my layers are. So I'm not, not always doing what I feel like I should be. And so I am on Instagram at Cheryl L two L's Howard and that'll be in the, in the show notes. So that's where I am. Link in the bio is all of the different donation based meditative breath. If you want to come to that, I've got some free audios and some stress eating audios. And if you want to come and connect with me, there's a 30 day free trial to join in on the membership fund. I would love to listen and connect with just you, just me. There's a 30 minute option and a one hour option. Come and try it out for 30 days. See if you love it and like it. And I can't wait. So everything's in my bio. I am not in Instagram all day long because I'm all about in person, but I'm showing and creating that connection through the embodiment of what I do and how I live. Cause it's that authenticity that I believe is what is my, my, my gift to women. My goodness. We are so honored and so lucky to have you on this podcast uh, speaking with you for this time. There's been a shift in me. I, I just, I feel so different. From... Ooh, that gave me gooseys. That gave me gooseys. I love it. <laughs> from the beginning of our talk to now, I've just, I just feel so different. Thank you so much, Cheryl. Thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. This was a, this is, it's, it's always lovely and invigorating for me to speak about what, what my passion is. And it reminds, it reminds me of like, yeah, this, this is it. This I is what like I get it. to do. I feel so inspired. Mm, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Discovering Alternative Healing Podcast. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast and would like to get notified as soon as a new one is uploaded, simply click subscribe or follow on the top of your screen depending on the platform you're using. Additionally, to be part of our Instagram community, we're at Discovering Alternative Healing. With gratitude, take good care. Thank you.